Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed And it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's Buckle Movie Club. And welcome to Puckle Movie Club. I'm your host, Ethan, here today with my co-hosts, Professor Snag and Hexmaniac Lock. And we're here today to talk about Pokemon Movie 9, Pokemon Ranger and the Temple of the Sea. Uh, this movie came out in 2007, a uh, pretty, pretty decent year if I say so myself. Um, I was at the height of my not watching or consuming any Pokemon content at this, in this year. And uh, from how things turned out when I was watching it, maybe that was the right idea. Uh, what were you guys up to in 2007? Uh, 2007, let's see, I was getting married, and I was actually just getting back, I shouldn't say just getting back into Pokemon, but I, that was like around the Diamond and Pearl range, and I remember starting, starting Diamond just a little bit late. So, uh, so you know, pretty, pretty big, big, big year for you. What about you, Locke? Um, I was in college, and I think that was right around the time I got a DS and started playing, um, well, no, because it wouldn't have been out yet, would it? Uh, fourth gen. Um, uh, it wasn't it been a fourth gen 2006? Um, it might have been. I think, uh, I think DP was 2006, yo. Okay, then I was probably playing DP. <laughs> All right, sweet. <laughs> so, who knows? I don't remember 2007 that well. I was in college. I don't remember 2007 that well. I was like a baby. So, um, <laughs> you know who knows this answer? The internet. Yes, I mean, we should ask the internet uh, what I was doing in 2007. It was uh, out in 2007 because that's when Puckle started. Hashtag Puckle history. <laughs> yeah. So this is a this is a very significant year. Then it turns out <laughs> that's true. Yes. That's what. That's the year everything changed. Um, anyways, let's get into the movie, uh, just right away here. So, movie opens with perhaps the most wishy-washy narrator in movie history. Uh, he's talking about how you can be friends with Pokemon, but sometimes you also battle them. And, you know, you're having a good adventure with them, but sometimes you have bummer adventures it's really weird he's contradicting himself or not contradicting himself but just he won't commit to anything he won't commit to pokemon like pokemon training being fun uh which i think is odd i don't know um i i I just the narrator stuck out to me in this one for some reason so movie opens bad cgi helicopters in the very first shot of the actual movie so we're off to some good stuff uh did, did you 
they, they keep these helicopters come back throughout the movie and each time i'm just more and more impressed with how bad they look for 2007 I didn't really notice it uh, later in the movie, but I, I agree. Like I have it in my notes here, the CGI helicopters suck. It's not even close to the same style as everything else in the movie. It looks like they ripped it out of like a PlayStation Two game or something. Looks like and a, they are everywhere. Uh, yeah, there's and there's a couple dozen of them. It's just it's 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 really rough. Uh, so right off the bat, we we, we get. Horrible CGI helicopters and pirates in the first five minutes. So I think we're just officially in crazy territory here. Uh, the, there's a there's a showdown going on between the, this pirate captain and uh, and uh, a Pokemon Ranger, or who we come to learn as a Pokemon Ranger later on, Jack Walker. And a real American hero! Thank you. Thank you. He needs his introduction. Uh, <laughs> Jack Walker has... A very, very manly voice, but he's trapped in the body of a child, it seems. <laughs> like, he, homie looks like a Digimon protagonist or something. Like, it's just, <laughs> his fashion looks ridiculous, but he's, he's supposed to be an adult, and he's very clearly voiced by, like, a 40-year-old man, and it's really disconcerting. It's just a... a, a I can't imagine he sounds like that in the Japanese version. I didn't go... We should... We should let's just get this out of the way right now. This dub is rough. It's rough. Um, and I strongly considered like watching the Japanese version instead, but it's like, I need the full effect. Uh, this is actually the first dub done by um, the new studio, I believe. Uh, anyways, so uh, Jack Walker, showdown with Pirate King, or Captain Phantom is the name of the pirate captain, and he's just a character. Uh, and he is totally not Team Aqua. Totally, in oh, fact, yeah. remember, lads, there are two types of men in the world: those who are on Team Aqua and those who aren't. <laughs> yes, uh, this uh, one of my first notes is that um, uh, this is a horrible, horrible Team Aqua knockoff, and it's like they forgot that those games came out like four years prior. I don't. I, it, the logo is almost identical. They use similar colors. They they have like a similar aesthetic of just being pirates. It's uh, I don't it, I don't know what they were going for. They could have just used Team Aqua. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's uh, I don't know why they went with that decision. I mean, obviously the the focus of this movie is is Manaphy, and Team Aqua is all about Kyogre. So I don't know. But Kyogre shows up later on. Yes, it does. Anyways, uh, so. Can can we mention really quickly that uh, that this uh, phantom team or whatever they have the dopiest grunts imaginable? Yes, they uh, it's it's like the Three Stooges when they're around. Um, yeah, and and uh, yeah. So Jack Walker, I feel like I'm doing a poor job of describing what happens. Jack Walker is pretending to be a, a real American hero. Jack Walker, a real American hero, is pretending to be a, a one of Captain Phantom's goons to get close to this treasure that they're trying to steal. Uh, Captain Phantom wants, and um, so he reveals himself to be a Pokemon Ranger, and then horrible James Bond ripoff OST music plays. Uh, it's it's like it fantastic. Sounds like it was knocked out in five minutes in FL Studio or something uh, or Ableton, just some crappy, you know, computer-based music recording software. Um, 
and so Jack Walker recovers the 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 treasure or whatever it is. It's a glowing orb with a uh, kind of looks like a like a like an egg, perhaps, maybe maybe an egg. Uh, so he recovers it, and uh, the entire time he has this horrible banter going uh, with with his his handler back at his station, I guess. Yeah, it was. It's supposed to be like his money penny type character, but then. And, uh, it's just bad. They never, they're never in the same room. They, they just, it, all their banter happens over the radio and just, yeah. None of the jokes land. I, this was my first sign that something was off in terms of the dub. And it's just, I think the translation is so poor in this one. Um, or not the translation, but just the way they attempted to adapt it was just, it was all off. Um, so the pipe, so he makes reference to, um, not knowing the meaning of fear, right, or something, you know, he just, like he doesn't know the meaning of the word whatever. Like he just says he doesn't know the meaning of the word, and then his handler tell uh, asks if he wants to use her dictionary, and you know that's its own joke and it falls flat. But then, but then the pirate later or uh, the captain, Phantom, Phantom also references want like needing to use his dictionary as if he heard what the handler said, but that makes yeah. absolutely no sense. It's either that or they're the same person. Oh my! Nah, what a, that'd be a, that'd be a great twist. It would be. So Jack Walker makes his horrible uh, makes his escape into the horrible CGI ocean on the back of a mantine, which is kind of cool. It's kind of cool that he just calls upon a mantine for assistance as a ranger does. Yes, but they they used this moment to demonstrate the awful capture mechanic and how long it takes. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, if this was any other world, he would have been shot. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, he he, ju- he makes his way into the ocean on the back of a mantine, and then we get a horrible, horrible opening credit sequence um, with explosions and and lava, and just a bunch of disjointed images that don't appear in the movie at all. It doesn't seem to have... I think it was probably made for the uh, English dub, and it just doesn't have any relation to the movie. It's quite quite disconcerting. Um, so, yeah, uh, that, that was the, the, the prelude or whatever. And then we get to the main storyline, and uh, Ash and Co. are in the desert. Uh, or, or should I say Ash and Co. imposters are in the desert, because these are not the voices I know and love. Uh, everything just sounds wrong immediately. Ash sounds wrong. He sounds way too husky. Again, because they have new voice actors, because it's a new dub studio. Um, Brock just—he sounds like a Brock impersonator who's just not quite there. Brock is particularly awful. Uh, and uh, at least, at least May and Max sound right, so that's good. I'm glad Max still sounds the same. Uh, anyway, so uh, they're in the desert and they're thirsty, and they're like talking about how thirsty they are and how oppressive the the, the heat of the desert is. And they see something off in the distance, and they think it's water, and it is, and it's a it's a traveling Pokemon uh, show. It's like a like a Sea World type thing, like a like a trained Pokemon to do tricks and stuff. Yeah. Um, which and we find find out in a moment that uh, Brock Brock knows these nomads. It's, it's them. They're <laughs> called they're, they're called the Marina Group. Yes, these these transient beings known as the Marina Group, and uh, he he's he fanboys out about them. Uh, specifically, Elizabeth, who is Elizabeth, who is Elizabeth. the Elizabeth, who is the the uh, star of the show, and uh, he has a creepy stalker journal of her with photos of her in it, 
Uh, like this is this came out of nowhere that Brock is the fan. I'm of, your number one fan. But but like it's even worse because of the new voice because the charm's just not there and it comes across as just completely yeah. wrong. Um, yeah. So uh, they they meet the uh, meet the traveling people and the budget just goes just evaporates. It evaporates immediately. Like you can just tell that this is cheaper and poor. Like just poorly animated and characters will kind of be off model sometimes uh and yeah. you meet you meet elizabeth's entire family so there's her mom who doesn't do anything the entire movie really uh i'll get into that later except smacks uh may pretty hard one time <laughs> right uh yeah so uh, mom doesn't really do anything in terms of the narrative Elizabeth well, doesn't actually do anything really either, except for like I know about this thing, whatever. Uh, she's the dictionary, right? Uh, then there is uh, Kyle, who is the, the father, who is my my favorite character because he's got a <laughs> voice. Oh god, <laughs> uh, I, I'm probably gonna have to bleep that out, but it's worth it because he sound. Hey, sounds like this. He talks like this, and it sounds like his voice is recorded in a different studio or something because this is just a. It's his audio, like his dialogue is way cracklier. It's it's odd. Um, his voice is a. Uh, it's very ASMR. Oh no! Uh, um. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go help Ash. It's it's. it's uh, he's he's a he's a monster. I don't I don't like Kyle at all. Like every time he talks, it just caught me off guard. I, I was I was. Who made these decisions? Why do these people sound like this? <laughs> Everything's so wrong. Oh God! And, uh, so yeah, the the dub's bad. I'm gonna keep reiterating this. So they have this artifact, this this treasure from the beginning, just laying around their their tour bus, uh, which it, it's like apparently some sort of rare, you know, valuable artifact, and it's just sitting on a shelf out in the open. It looks like a top bunk. Um, and this at this moment, we actually get to see one of my favorite Gen 4 Pokemon that's completely useless, Buizel. <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, I mean, it could have been any other Pokemon. <laughs> so, you know, they, but at least they gave Buizel's him something cute. to do. Yeah, it's... Well, it's, it's uh, it, is, it is mildly concealed, like I said, it's on a top bunk, bunk, and it's supposed to be behind a curtain, but that Buizel is very, very curious. Later on in the movie... Um, they put it in this pedestal with a specially designed curtain that goes around it, but like that looks like it's only designed to hide things behind it. It's absolutely baffling. Baffling. Yes. Uh, this whole section I like to call Buizel Ex Machina. <laughs> I mean, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's uh, drive the plot forward, uh, Buizel. Please, I'm begging you. Uh, so. They say that they're they're uh, so they're fanboying out again. Like, oh man, I want to see your show. And then the the is it a grandfather character? What's the, what's the name of that? Guy? Yeah, yeah, I don't I forget his name, but yes, the, the grandfather. The grandfather character is like, well, then we'll give you a sample. But it's not a sample if it's a performance. That's not what it. That's not what a sample is. You can't give well, a sample of a performance. Well, maybe it was, uh, like, it seemed like it might have been very impromptu. Like, they arrived at the show, they found an open plaza area, and, like, hey, let's break out our performance. So but The grandfather's you... name is Ship. Ship? <laughs> Ship? Really? Ship. Wow. Oh, that's, that is very on the nose for something that's going to happen later. I know, oh, right? My <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, but, yeah, I just, I think sample's the wrong word there. Uh, so we get, we get this whimsy scene as we see the, the, uh, the, the, 
Oh, gosh, I forgot the name of it already. What is what is their show called? The, the Marina? Marina Group. The Marina Group. We see the Marina Group put on a show, and, and they have floating balls of water going around, which is kind of neat. That's like a neat idea to have water Pokemon in these floating balls of water. Yeah, um, I thought that was actually really clever. Of all of the things in this uh, movie, it's definitely the best idea. Y- yeah, <laughs> and they don't really... I mean, it doesn't really get much play other than in those in that scene. Uh, but then Politoed during the performance, grabs Ash... Or no, it's grabs Pikachu and brings it into one of the water balls without warning. Yeah. So... Um, <laughs> this this is the point I would like to start a tally of how many times the main characters definitely drowned. Oh my gosh! It, <laughs> this was he, they they were all they were all brought into this unsolicited. Like they didn't ask yeah. for this, and we don't know if like one of them might have a have have like asthma or something, and it's it's just they don't have a ton of you know lung capacity or something, and they suffocate. Or maybe they have uh, claustrophobia or something like that. that too. And... <laughs> yes, any number of things are, are reasons why you wouldn't want to bring these people into these horrifying psychic balls of water. Uh, so, uh, apparently the Phantom is just putting ads in newspapers for for people to help him find the treasure? Well, only ads in Team Rocket magazine and okay. other evil magazines that totally yes. get published. I, I I hope in this world somewhere there are evil magazines. <laughs> I, I want to read... Just you wait. Sun and Moon, evil magazine Pokemon. Yes. I, I, I want to read the true... I want to read Nefario, the magazine for the discerning villain. Like, that kind of deal, you know? Like, a GQ for, for bad dudes. Like, with high-collar shirts and stuff. Anyway, um... So, uh, Team Rocket's gonna—they're gonna blow him in. They're gonna—they're gonna, they're gonna uh, call up Captain Phantom and let him know that they're giving this performance, which is a—it's uh, heinous. It's a heinous thing to do, because um, wasn't it like you get like a party of the bounty or something, or was it just asking? What I didn't even say that uh, there was a reward. It just said, "Hey, we're looking for this," and they assumed that there was a reward of some kind. How did they get that magazine published so fast? Anyway, uh, honestly, I don't think we actually know what like kind of time frame we're looking at between when Jackie. You're right, because uh, I, I guess Jackie if it's, Walker. I guess it can be assumed. American hero. <laughs> I guess it can be assumed that time some time has passed. But anyway, we're, we're I'm I'm, I'm take, getting way too into the minutia of this. So uh, during the night, May is contacted or just has a vision given to her by the by the egg. Uh, because and of course, Buizel Ex Machina happens, and he messes with the curtain. For for whatever reason, that is enough to wake it up. So, uh, she she wakes up in a crazy underwater world, like in a dream sequence. And for some reason, her first thought isn't "Oh my God, I'm going to drown," and it's instead whimsy. Because I think the default state of all these movies is just to for whimsy to happen. Um, and and she's like, "Oh my gosh, I'm 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 flying underwater," I guess, uh, and. Um. Yeah, she she talks to Manaphy in in the dream, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and then if whatever if I remember correctly, May has this absolutely horrifying laugh that just sh- shivered me to my bo- to my core. I was absolutely shook. Um. Then they make pizza by the river. Uh. Then Elizabeth reveals that her family is descended from the people of the water, so like this Manaphy stuff is nothing, uh, nothing new to them. Um, then let, how- let me say the the name, the people of the water. I mean that is so incredibly original. Uh, yeah, it's it's 
perhaps the most original thing ever. I I can't imagine. I can't imagine a better name for that than <laughs> than people of the water. Um, then Team Rockets gets body swapped when they go to steal the egg, uh, and and uh, before this, uh, uh, we get a really horrible egg pun joke. Uh, egg stream. Apparently, this is uh, getting swapped around. It's pretty extreme, um, which is again just translation game really weak in this movie. Uh, for for just a moment, I want to mention how awesome a body switch ability for Manaphy would be in the VGC, because <laughs> you could make it so that Pokemon don't have stab by switching their bodies. It would be so great. Why is this not a thing? I, I, I <laughs> propose this. Print it. Make it happen. It's canon. <laughs> we're, we're, it's can- very loose canon. One thing I do have to say about the the whole body swap, uh, when I do have to say that the animators took some time in thinking about, you know, how would these characters adjust to their different bodies? You know, Jessie's complaining about how her legs are short and she can't run, and Meowth is just frolicking, uh, you know, uh, like, uh, you know, this new body's fantastic. I did, I did think that was cute. I, I, I liked that element of it. Um, but at the same time, I'm just kind of like body swap storylines don't really do anything for me. I think they're kind of lame inherently. Um, mm. But I, I do like that they, they revel or, or, you know, Meowth revels in his full human body and, and uh, Jesse has to, you know, has to run in, in tiny Meowth's body. It's nice. Um, but anyway, uh, there are two types of people in this world. Shh. Those who like body swaps and those who do not. Oh man, I, this needs to be a recurring joke throughout the entire for the rest of the podcast. We'll make it happen. Uh, so, anyways, uh, Team Rocket steals the treasure, um, and they they get off there. They they take off in this blimp thing, like it's like a pedal blimp, and uh, so um, it turns out. So there's a clown in in the the traveling uh, water circus, and uh, and it turns out that's actually Jack. Jack Walker, a real American hero, and he uh, he enlists the help of a nearby Firo to fly Pikachu up to Team Rocket's blimp and uh, and take back the the treasure. Or I think at this point we know it's an egg, um, and they, they get the the egg back, and then Firo pokes a hole in the side of it, and Team Rocket goes blasting off. And for some reason, in this entire scene, there's a ska soundtrack going on. Like there's there's horns and and, and rock instrumentation, and it's just the, the, this original soundtrack is so limp in this movie. There's just nothing interesting going on except it's, for it's, ska. It's definitely because uh, Jack Walker is a real American hero, yes. and he has to have a proper American hero soundtrack behind him, and like. For those who who haven't watched the movie, Jack Walker is a blonde guy, so like he's clearly not of Asian descent. He's a little bit taller than some of the other characters, and he's got this very American style attitude for for people who watch a lot of anime. He he's basically everything that is the stereotypical American, and yet he um, dresses like a total goober. Well, yeah, that's the ranger uniform. <laughs> and he talks just like an idiot. He 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 talks like a total idiot. <laughs> because that's the American stereotype in Japanese yep. culture. It's it's um, the boisterous, bombastic attitude, like that kind exactly. of deal. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and he he is. I I would say he's from what was it? Unova is America. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd buy um, it. But obviously, they weren't talking about Unova. So. Um, 
but yeah, he's totally meant to be that uh, action movie hero type character. Because anything he does is very extreme, and look at how cool I am. Uh, and going back to him being uh, American and heroic, there's nothing more heroic than American uh, and American than ska music. I think that's basically <laughs> as American as it comes. I think we should do a ska version of the national anthem sometime. Anyways, I think be amazing. Um, or we should get we should get the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones to do the national anthem at the Super Bowl or something. I digress. Um, <laughs> oh, and and um, jumping to him being a ranger and my issues with Pokemon Rangers. Um, why don't they have any Pokemon? Because what if that Firo just didn't happen to be there? It's probably out of principle, man. It's a code. You can't capture Pokemon, man. You got to use them. You got to yeah, unless they're helped. You gotta you gotta force them uh, out of a. Uh, their natural habitat for a moment. You you yeah, need you, you, you need gotta, consent. Consent's important in Pokemon. <laughs> oh god, I probably have to cut that. Anyways, uh, I'm not cutting that. Uh, so, uh, so the, the treasure is a Manifiag, and it's re it's revealed at this point. I don't remember how. It's just in my notes. I don't really care that much. Elizabeth uh, uh, probably tells the story. Um, because I, I have written down, uh, the sea temple cannot be seen by the eyes of a mortal. Oh, right. So are we are we escaping at this point? We're, like, we're, we're in their, their tour bus, right? Yeah, because I, okay. I think they well, had the conversation about who the sea people were and right. um, that there was the temple and that Manaphy is the guardian of the temple, kind of, or the key to getting to... They weren't exactly clear about that. For, forgive uh, me for not remembering the finer details of this part of the yeah. story. This is, uh, <laughs> like, 15 minutes into an eight-hour epic, so it just doesn't really... You know, the details kind of fall by the wayside. So right. they, before, before we get to them escaping their, in their bus, which I have a comment on as mm -hmm. well, but... Um, uh, when Team Rocket blasts off, the, uh, Phantom actually shows up and wants to try and get the egg as well uh, before they're escaping in, the, in their bus. And like I remember, the Phantom like picks up a big rocket with uh, a rock with uh, Jack Walker on it, and uh, he throws it. And uh, uh, he says something about, "Oh, do you take vitamins?" I'm like, "Yeah, he must be beefing up on that protein." Um, but but that doesn't. <laughs> it's not a joke. I, I know. It's not a joke. This is... Oh, my gosh. But, it, but now, now that I, I make this point so I can bring up something else that happens at the end, which, again, if you're not right. paying attention, you miss. Right. I, yes, but, that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was in, in, in all this commotion, uh, the egg ends up shaking loose, and May ends up catching the egg, which, when I see that, I'm like, can we get her on my Minnesota Vikings receiving core? <laughs> you're doing fine. Sam Bradford <laughs> put up one of the highest QB ratings you've had in years. It's, it's cool. Don't worry. But that's true. Yeah. Pull the game for you. All right, let's go back to this. Is uh, this has been the Puckle Movie Club uh, Fantasy Football Minute? <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, I'm a I'm a Bills fan, so everything is suffering oh, in my I'm life. Sorry, everything go is suffering. There is no happiness in Mudville. Uh, so, uh, so they're they're getting away in their their tour bus and Team oh, Aqua and, Knockoff. Oh, go ahead. Before they, before they uh, run away, Manaphy is actually hatched at this point. When May caught the egg, that was enough to get Manaphy to hatch. Oh, yeah, and it's a, it's a whiny baby. It's a big, old, obnoxious, whiny baby. Yeah, totally. Um, Be better or worse than Jirachi? Better, uh, no, worse than Jirachi in some oh, ways, wow. because it, it's, it's just crying, which is, like, perhaps the most annoying sound a human can make. Um, oh, yeah, Manaphy hatched before Team Rocket even got there, I think. No, no, it, no it, it's, it's right here when she's catching it. 
Ah, okay. Okay, so Team Aqua knockoffs chase after the tour bus, and for some reason they have helicopters, but the Pokemon Ranger does not? I don't understand. Like, you gotta imagine the Pokemon Rangers are a a government-funded organization that could spare, like, a helicopter, you know? I, well, you know, with all that free health care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he gets all those benefits. Uh, anyways... Uh, so pirate guy's back still saying dumb stuff and it's at this point i realized that he has belts on his beard uh, look there are two types of people oh in the world <laughs> those with belts on their beard and those without okay and i'm the kind of guy with belts on me beard i, I think we went uh, a bit premature on on the manaphy hatching thing because so pirate guy's back they and Ma- may and max fight him off at one point and then that's when the egg goes flying and May catches it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Manaphia hatches. It's a horrible baby. And uh, this is when I really started to notice the disparity in audio quality between certain characters' voices. Not in terms of performance, but just in terms of, like, raw mastering and and bit rate. It's just some of them sound like they're recorded in lower quality. I, I was... I was baffled. So uh, the uh, the baby Manaphy, or just Manaphy, I guess, thinks May is its mother, and it doesn't want to be separated from her, um, which is just I that spelled obnoxious right away. I knew I knew we were in for some terrible, annoying stuff because I'm I'm basically over the uh, legendary Pokemon bonds with trainer storyline. Like I'm done with that. <laughs> Can we just? Can we get the, the the Puckle Movie Club seal of approval on stop doing that? Because I'm I'm done. I'm done with that stamped. storyline. <laughs> stamped, signed, dated, in 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 the year of our Lord 2016, September 20th, 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 20th. Still, yeah. We we've we've fully issued the decree. No more bonding with legendary Pokemon. Anyways, um, so, uh. Phantom attacks again as they're they're driving away. Then we we make it to the temple or a, a temple. There is there is a temple or that is a grotto. A, the grotto. grotto it's called yeah. the grotto. Okay. Now, now can I mention something real quick? So they're they're escaping in, in the van and they got these pirates attacking them. Like these pirates are, are like shooting bombs at them. They are uh, chasing them down, and afterwards they're they're calm. They they have like oh yeah this is just you know regular Tuesday nobody's freaking out you're right I, yeah I, there there's just a definite level of calm throughout this entire movie that just doesn't seem right to me like it we'll we'll get to it later in the movie but I I think there are some reactions that are just really underplayed uh so yeah they get to the grotto and temple stuff temple stuff this these are my literal notes by the way temple stuff temple stuff temple stuff appears at the total eclipse of the moon so what we learned is that the water temple appears at the total eclipse of the moon but man if he can find it so that like that detail doesn't actually matter because it's not a total eclipse right yeah they can just locate it so like why why would you even have that detail in there if you're not going to find it using that well, apparently it's the only time the eyes of mortals can can see it, despite not being able to see it, which... I, There's some I, oh, weirdness, man. Just It's just off. This whole movie is just so off. I don't really... Just a general error of, of, of weirdness throughout the entire thing. Um, yeah. 
In, in fact, uh, in, you mentioned the, like this. It's this particular point in the movie where it's like they should start ramping up to the climax. They're in this this grotto or like it's almost like a pre-temple. Mm-hmm. So why don't they right. just dive like right at this moment? Why don't they dive into start? You know, Manaphy is going to go right away looking for this. They're going to go like this should be like building up to like the last twenty minutes to half hour of the movie right here. Right. This should be this temple should lead directly to the actual temple like this this is this is all a section in my notes uh watching this i literally have a squiggly line just saying none of this is important like it's it's filler it, we just hit yeah. filler at this point i feel like this would have been a decent place for like manaphy to have been stolen um i don't know anyway uh no. so yeah, I also realized at this point that literally all of these movies are about protecting a location, except for the first movie. Um, this yep. is about protecting the, the the water temple or whatever, uh, you know, uh, forests. It's all forests and, and temples and, oh, gosh. Um, so Jack says that a, a Pokemon ranger has to take care of this, and uh, Ash and Co. are not going to go along, but then Manaphy teleports them on the boat, but, but first, it, it swaps Ash into Jack's body, right? I'm not mistaken here. Yep, that's no, correct. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Does, uh, does Freaky Friday Freaky Friday with them, yes. And then he teleports them there? No, I think I think what happens is the, the boat uh, goes back and was like, you know, we really got to have, you know, Jackie's actual, you know, mind in his body to, to do this. Now, did I miss that, or did that just... No, it was totally a transition. So they, so they just, they're just there now. Yeah. yeah. So that was so that whole a, a ranger has to do this thing has absolutely no bearing on it, the overall narrative. It goes out the window when uh, when the mythical Pokemon says so. Oh my yep. goodness! And, and five minutes of completely unnecessaryness. Just burning five minutes of my life, Pokemon. Imagine how many people had to animate that those scenes. Like just, oh man. Okay, so um, we get whimsy as Pokemon are swimming alongside the boat and everything. Uh, then we get more terrible banter. Um, then we get Jack's background or backstory, which doesn't actually play into the story at all. It doesn't really come up again, so it's just giving him more character. But again, he doesn't really do a ton in the movie. So, nope. um, so yeah, he apparently Jack was saved by Pokemon, and uh, he was always this cool because he was hiking <laughs> up crazy mountains when he was a kid, which is wild. And then we get easily the worst song in the entire movie, which is just this, like, saccharine, tropical, garbage mix song. It's just flavorless, bland, pop, marimba garbage. (laughs) I don't know know how to do it justice of how much I hate the music in this scene. Um, At least there's not lyrics in this one, though, so that's cool. Um, So... Ash goes to jump into the water, uh, and, and he yells, let her rip for some reason, and then it says he's a Pokemon Ranger now, <laughs> which is just, he's not a child. I mean, he is a child, but yeah, he, he never, well, I mean, you never treat him like a child in this series. Yeah, yeah. not until this moment does he act 10. So we get some character assassination there, and um, then we get an underwater swimming scene with, with May and Ash, which also doesn't go anywhere. Uh, they, they look at each other, and then there's love disc around. So, you know, insert shipping comments here. Uh, and then Also, I'm sure at this point they've drowned. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I mean, May, May does indicate, like, oh, man, I'm running out of air, so she has to go up to the top. But uh, So 
we get a really just terrible, awkward scene of May in her bunk on this boat, at, telling Manaphy that she loves him, lives it, and it's just awkward and and stilted and doesn't make any sense. And they've known each other for like five hours, and <laughs> ah, golly, this is when it started to wear thin. Um, also, it's worth noting some of these performances are really terrible beyond just having the wrong voice. They're just stilted, and and lines will just stumble on top of each other, and and and, and just sound wrong. And uh, this like whole scene was delivered in such a stilted manner; it just doesn't make any sense. I, I'm, 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 agony is a part of me now because of this movie. Uh, so May and Manaphy love each other, and Manaphy says that she loves May, which is like whatever. I'm done. Uh, so <laughs> then it turns out that May is gonna have to break her bond with Manaphy um, and who tells her this is Jack tells her this uh, Jack tells Ash this and May is like right there so I'm not sure why he didn't just you know no, tell it to May in the first place Okay, you so know, the cliche of talking about somebody that you don't know is there even though they're like literally like to your left okay storytelling thing or just, just something that would yeah. make more sense so Lisbeth goes to console May right like this is that's that's what she does like May's crying in in that like hall or whatever and then wouldn't it make more sense for Elizabeth's mom to go and then relate to her about being a mother and like having to deal with these things as a mother because she's a mom I don't know that's just me yeah that probably would have been less uh flat as a character development thing because um, Elizabeth at this point we already know is a genius about everything water peoples and it would have been a more personal moment but instead we have Elizabeth being like yeah that sucks here's this bracelet though I can't <laughs> believe how little Elizabeth is a character because if you if you look at uh, gosh who's the who was the girl in 2000 um Oh, God. Oh, um, I'm, I'm, I'm asking for some deep knowledge here, but the girl in 2000 at least has, like, she's, like, spunky and, 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 and tomboyish, you know? Like, yeah. she has a character to her, whereas Elizabeth is just so flat and boring. She, she is. Um, and that's that's one of the things that I find really disappointing about this one, is all of the side characters are just terribly flat and, like, one-dimensional. And comparing this to um, the Deoxys movie from before, like, those characters were great. I, I, Whereas yes. these ones are just cardboard cutouts that could have been replaced by anything. I just, even like if you look at the villain, like the villain is so one note, and 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 he, I mean, I guess I kind of appreciate that to a degree because at least he knows he's evil and he revels in it. Remember, there are two types of oh. people in the world: <laughs> people with one note and people that don't wait. <laughs> I'm pretty sure all of the characters here just have just about one note. Yeah. Hey, this is Ethan from Puckle Movie Club with a quick commercial break. Just letting you know that if you send an email to pucklepodcast at gmail.com, we will answer your questions. So ask us questions about what we think about movies, tell us what you think about movies, even just send us whatever you're up to. Gmail account is pucklepodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Hey, it's Thatch, and I wanted to let you know how you can improve your Puckle experience. 
First, you can come to PucklePodcast.com where we have a chat box and forums where you can talk to many other Pokemon fans who also listen to the show. You can keep up to date on the latest Puckle news by following us on our Twitter, liking our Facebook page, subscribing to our subreddit, and following our Tumblr. Don't forget to review us on iTunes, though. It helps us find more people to come and hang out with us, and we can have larger tournaments because of it. And, if you're feeling generous, we also have a Patreon, where you can donate in return for some awesome rewards. And as always, thanks for listening, and for all the support you give us. Catch you guys on the flip-flop. Um, so we have another whimsy scene, um, and Maze Bandana gets lost in the surf, and Manaphy chase after it, or chases after it, and, and gets lost, and then they, then they find Manaphy again, so it doesn't really... They have to go in the submarine to find Manaphy, and it doesn't really do anything... Uh, but then they go to the sea. I guess that's that results in them finding the sea temple, right? Yeah, that's that's how they end up finding the sea temple. But and and then Manaphy brings back the headband, and she's all like, "Oh, you care about my headband?" <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I'm being mean to May. No, 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 no. She deserves it. Um, <laughs> so they find the sea temple, and then Phantom follows them there, and he has just a, a really crazy giggle fit, which is yeah. They're surprised he followed, despite the fact that they they sensed him on the scanner, or saw him on the scanner, following them. Like, they knew they were being followed, and they're all like, oh, it's you! It's like, of course! Well, well so with the, there's an explanation for that, because it's Jackie and, uh, like, um, Elizabeth's mom, or whoever, they're at the, they're on the ship, and they see him on the scanner, where Ash and May and Brock and, and Max, they're in a submarine looking for Manaphy. So they are they are separated in that situation. Okay. Um, um so Team Rocket stowed away with uh with Phantom like in this like tube in 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 Phantom's submarine and then Meowth makes a joke that's really meta uh because um is it Jesse says uh treasure, diamonds and pearls and then Meowth's like now we got to wait for the next season. <laughs> I missed that one, and oh, I so okay. wish I didn't, because it's the best line in That's, the entire movie. It's easily like the the best <laughs> joke in the movie, but it doesn't happen in the universe. It's like a fourth wall breaking thing. It's, I mean, it's whatever. It's it, it's it, it. It got a genuine chuckle out of me. Um, so the gang I'll, just kind uh, of. Oh, real quick here. It was also around the time that I realized that one, like the main, like the the secondary pirate, actually has a name. I watched this with the English. Uh, in English, but I have the English subtitles on. Mm-hmm. His name is Galen. Okay. So, uh, you, you, fun, yeah, th- fun fact. I think he actually says that in the first scene. Um, I remember... I just remember thinking it was weird that they named this grunt. Uh, <laughs> uh, but anyways, so the Phantom just knows how to how to do all this temple stuff, and they sit back and watch him do it? Is there a reason for this? I, I must have missed it if there is one. Maybe I mean they might not know how to do it themselves, or like. But but we've already had them access a temple before. Elizabeth knew how to do it at the last one. Oh, they were just uh, shocked to see him there, at and they that just point. sit there and let it happen. Yeah, because Elizabeth like Ash is ready to fight him, and and I guess Elizabeth's like, "You don't do that here." I mean, she doesn't say that, but she okay. she holds out her arm and stops him. So, but, but they're going to. But like it's inevitable that they're going to fight, and <laughs> it just doesn't yeah. doesn't make any sense. Oh, um, at this point, we should probably mention that uh, this whole thing is to lead up to them finding the Sea Crown 
because I don't think we've mentioned this plot point at all. Right. Yeah. That's that's um, what the uh, Captain Captain Phantoms after, which is just a yeah. dumb, such a stupid name, Captain Phantom yeah. Man. Suppose yeah. Supposedly, anyone who has the sea crown becomes king of the sea, and Manaphy at some point has been mentioned as the prince of the sea. So I mean, yeah. There's all this very cheesy and uh, lackluster history. So yeah. J- Jack at this point realizes that something's wrong, right? Like he like he, he pieces together or do did they get into contact with him? I don't remember. Uh remember so Jack was Jackie was on the ship mm-hmm. and he saw Phantom following them. So he was like, I'm going to get it. I think he, he uh brainwashes a Mantike this time. <laughs> yeah, and, that's right. And then Mantike uh helps bring him down there. Now Mantike's my favorite character in this movie because he makes some <laughs> amazing noises. He just is like, like <laughs> I don't know how to describe the sound he makes, or I, I don't even know if I could replicate it. But he's like, <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm slap happy. It's just so late. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, Mantike's the best character in this movie for sure. So, turns out, so so they get to the sea crown, and it's like not necessarily a crown. It's a bunch of jewels st- st- like inside of this. Uh, I guess like altar thing, right? Yeah, that's a that's yeah. a good explanation. And it's like surrounded by this cool water thing that Manaphy just like dives into immediately. Right, which is I I mean if I was a water pokemon I'd be in the water all the time. Uh, yeah. But so it turns out so Captain Phantom takes one of the the gems or whatever out and it turns out the the sea crown was booby trapped and water starts flooding the 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 temple. Yeah, it was either booby trapped or or that was a load bearing crystal that he pulled out. I'm not sure which. <laughs> I kind of figure I, I that was. I kind of think it's the the core of the the entire thing because you know. I guess once... it is magical. So yeah. Um, I kind of figured it was a booby trap, but I, I guess you're right. Um, yeah. So. Uh, they're these like three foot long crystals. They're not like small things. Yeah. It's really stupid. <laughs> I just think it's it. Like you can. I just don't don't get what they were going for with that. I I, I guess it was somewhat crown like. Sure, I, I guess I I I, I don't know. I, I, maybe I was dumb for for or I was personally just wrong in assuming it would be a literal crown. But anyways, yeah, maybe so, it's, it's just a metaphorical crown. So, yeah. So he pulls the pieces out, and um, it's like Ash and Co have to reassemble it, and Jack confronts Phantom uh, at the top of the this temple. And um, oh gosh, this is where it becomes a, a, just a wash for me because I, I was it was it was a mess of action and yeah, um, it starts flooding and ever and um, Ash May and the crew flee because they're like uh, this is bad guys, let's go. Um, right. Uh, so it the... now, what what I don't get is how is something that's already fully submerged in water how can that start sinking. Um, I guess it's flooding more than sinking. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I think they used the word sinking, but they probably meant flooding. This no, is like... this is it's this dub, so I wouldn't <laughs> put it above it. So, um, Ash and May go to reassemble the, the 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 crown, and they're they're missing one piece, which is Captain um, Captain Phantom lost earlier. Like it fell out of his hand and onto this water slide thing. And um, when he was fighting the real American hero, yes, <laughs> I would get it. We need a counter for how many times that happens this episode. <laughs> um, so 
Ash puts May, Manaphy, and Pikachu into a tube, like the tube that the Team Rocket was in earlier, and I think that's just hilarious. <laughs> yeah, because they're they're running to try and get back to their sub because uh, they're it's flooding. Um, it's flooding, and they're totally not going to make it back after. Uh, find it's it's Ash manages to find the one uh, crystal oh. remaining at that had gone down the the water slide. Um, oh, so so here's the thing: he has to make this heroic save where where he's he's uh, swimming underwater back through the temple to to make it to the to the crown. Right, and you oh, know what's been really really helpful there? Perhaps a, a water Pokemon? Pokemon. Yes, like exactly. Yeah. Uh, Any sort of Pokemon. Uh, At this point, uh, before like, he goes swimming, he's playing Ash Assassin's Creed, uh, running along the top uh, banisters as though you know he couldn't just swim and it would be faster. He's really nimble. Uh, he is. He's amazing for a ten-year-old. Yeah. I, I was never that balanced. Uh, the hand-eye coordination and, and just his motor skills are so strong for being ten. <laughs> um, anyways, so he puts he puts the last piece in. Oh, oh, go he ahead. Totally gets, he totally gets rid of a water Pokemon, um, which is no, makes, this happened earlier too. Like, there was an instance where it's like, do one of you, do any of you have a water Pokemon? As May is holding Manaphy in her Manaphy. arms, yeah, <laughs> um, so dumb. So he, he leaves them in this tube. They get flooded over, and May and Pikachu and uh, Manaphy are all like, "This is awful." I hope Ash is okay. Ash, he drowns. Uh, Ash drops the crystal and it falls down and gets stuck. So he has to swim all the way to the bottom. He gets it free and at that point just drowns. He, um, he passes out and then Manaphy in in uh, Manaphy using the power of, of of friendship or whatever the power of hope he revives Ash from afar and then he manages to put the last piece in and uh, then everything is cool. Everything's cool, as is the nature of Pokemon movies. And this is where I thought the movie should have ended. Because um, I, I just... What what transpires is so so wrong in every way. Uh, so, Captain Phantom steals Manaphy one last time, and he's like, I can find the temple, whatever, who cares? Because Manaphy can lead me there. And then, out of nowhere... So, uh, oh, so, hey, so basically he pointed out the plot that the point that you pointed out just a little bit ago it took the bad guy to realize that they don't need the full moon they just need Manaphy to find it right yeah <clears throat> or the eclipse moon I should say <laughs> so um he 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 comes out of the water in in a in a in, he takes Manaphy and rides away on a on a jet ski and then bam out of nowhere, the worst thing in the history of the Pokemon franchise happens. Ash goes Super Saiyan. <laughs> this Ash is... goes Super Saiyan. Now I've heard ref- I've I've heard this referenced time and time again, and I, I I I don't. I was waiting for this moment, and it was worse than I could have possibly imagined. Oh, I loved it. Uh, I, no, I mean, I I I, I love it. It's just so so wrong in every way. Nobody's phased by this, by the way. Nobody like it's like, oh, it's Ash as he's flying around in this glowing energy <laughs> yeah. bubble, and and and, and 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 man, man alive, it's and and one of the worst. Um, I don't exactly remember the line, but one of the roast moments. He's the king of the oh sea. my. How, how many things <laughs> is Ash now? He's a That's savior. That's what I was gonna say. He's the king of the sea. He's everything. This kid's ten. Oh my god. I want- by the next uh, uh, movie ne- movie club, I will totally send in an email with a list of all of Ash. 
Ashes titles. Please do. I'm, <laughs> I'm begging you. It's like, and then and, and the next one, it's gonna be like, he's he's transcended being a mortal man. He's become a god. <laughs> he is Arceus himself. Oh my goodness. Now, now here, here's the thing, guys. This is what I'm wondering about. Is I mean, really, while Ash is there, and while Ash is usually the main protagonist. Why isn't May, why isn't May doing this? I mean, really, yeah. this movie is about May and Manaphy, right? Right. Well, it it seems like they want it to be that, but they never commit to it hard enough. And when well, they exactly. do, it comes. It's just poorly written. So I mean, and maybe they're. I don't know, Grant, this you know, this was almost a decade ago, back in two thousand seven. So maybe they weren't as uh, forward thinking at that time. But you know, instead of Ash, you know. There being the hero, uh, they should have uh, had May step in and do her thing because th- this movie's about her. I, I think the it, I think that like if you look at um, f- what is it forever? No, wait, which one's Jirachi? Wishmaker. <clears throat> Wishmaker. Which 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 is it for? Whatever. Jirachi Witchmaker or Wishmaker. Max <laughs> doesn't really get that much to do either. I don't. I like. I just. I think they. They don't want to commit a movie to a side character for whatever reason, and it just always comes off as 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 uh, done half-heartedly. They just don't really go for it. Um, so, Ash has become his 80th different type of savior. He he he's he's mankind's one true god now. And then Kyogre shows up, which just seems so wrong. Yeah. They're just throw. They're just throwing everything in now. Kitchen sinks in this movie. We and got we got Kyogre. We got <laughs> Super Saiyan. Do we Saiyans. know that Max has seen it before? Because he's just like, oh, it's Kyogre. He's not even shocked. Like this is oh, a it's, legendary it's, Pokemon. Oh, it's Zeus. <laughs> it's, yeah. <laughs> anyways, uh, and then Phantom is riding on top of a submarine, which is great. I, this is when the movie got me back in, which was when when this this pirate man is riding on top of a submarine and 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 there's just hate in his eyes, and it's amazing. And then Kyogre does some agile stuff. Um, and then there, there's like a isn't there disturbance in the Pokemon or whatever because the yeah the, they they use um they basically mimic supersonic on right. a huge scale using the submarine, uh, which I thought was really actually one of the other clever things in this movie was using utilizing Pokemon's moves and abilities via technological means. It makes a lot of sense because you, you know sound waves will affect them the, the, the same way that if they could just mimic that ability, um, it's pretty. It's I mean it's that makes sense, but. Just two hour having... movie two good ideas yes <laughs> one per hour that's all you need um and then uh having learned from her mother uh this ability uh manaphy si- hum sings to calm down the pokemon true to the spirit of, of her upbringing or of its upbringing as as may has done <laughs> in the past hummed her way to the end of the film uh and uh, she has too because it's not the first time she's used humming music nope. <laughs> yeah it's, it's just a long a long story to history of humming with may involved and but they call it singing again uh they call it they call it a song or whatever they, they say that man if he's singing calm the calm the pokemon um and apparently, th- this is my least favorite line of dialogue in the entire movie. Um, and like, man, if he's singing, calm the, calm the Pokemon. And then May says, the way only Manaphy knows how, as if this is a thing Manaphy's done before. <laughs> yeah, I you know, know right? and the whole, you know, three days it's been alive. <laughs> what? What is that? I'm done. I'm out. I can't take no more. This is this is so rough. 
So this entire action scene is just this blur of Pokemon moving and hitting the sub, and it's it's so not like. Sorry, guys. It's just this is real. This, oh God! This was at the end of an hour and forty-five minute long movie, and I, and I, I these things are supposed the, to be fun. Yeah. Other than the the um, amazing. Uh, water flying ash in his yellow beams of water. Um, there's nothing particularly noticeable going on that Wait, like stands I, I do, out. I do have another thing. I do have another thing that I really liked, oh. which which was Manaphy riding a Kyogre, <laughs> and then having it use Hyper Beam and Manaphy, and then and then it did Hyper Beam. Is this is this <laughs> Pokemon's version oh. of jumping the shark? I I I'm it's it's, ri- it's riding the Kyogre. It's, riding it's, the Kyogre. It's, it's, no, it's going Super Saiyan. No, it's 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 it's, it's, it's piloting the submarine. It's any number of things. It's just wrong. Everything is wrong, and it's just could so many wrong things compiled in, into one movie, and it's it's um it's soul crushing. Speaking of one crushing. Of the, speaking of crushing. Oh yes. Um, so apparently the sub is, is, uh, somehow starting to fall on the Phantom. I forget exactly how that happens. And it turns out that we find out that he's wearing a, a mecha suit. That's why he was so strong before. It wasn't that he was beefing up on proteins. He's wearing a mecha suit. Which I'm down right. with. I'm and down with that. I'm not. How does this add to the plot? Why, why is this necessary? Why does he need to be strong? This is the least of my concerns. <laughs> I mean, he, it, it, he, here's the thing. He holds up that submarine for like 30 seconds and then he gets crushed. So like it doesn't really factor into the rest of the movie. Also, is he dead? Because we don't no, see him. We do see him Okay, we do see him again. We see him in the credits. Um, and then, I actually, I didn't watch the credits. I was so done. Uh, so, um, everyone goes Super Saiyan now. Everybody gets Super Saiyan powers. Maze, Maze flying yeah. around Super Saiyan ashes. It's 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 a Rock it's a nightmare. Max. Yeah. Um, and uh, so then Manaphy has to go away with the temple because you know gotta go be a part of the sea. And uh, May and May and Manaphy get a little goodbye sequence. But for whatever reason, Max is the first one to say that he's sad about Manaphy going away. Uh, even though I'm pretty sure he never interacted with Manaphy in any meaningful way. He's saying, oh, I hope we get to see Manaphy again. That's my Max impression. and um, It's spot on. Um, and then, it, like, it takes a bit for May to react to the fact that Manaphy's gone. Like, she's in the background of Max's scene, just kind of chilling. Oh, man. And then... And, and, then, and Manaphy does say May's name. Right. Yeah, it, Manaphy can kind of talk. It talks like baby talk. Uh, yeah. yeah. So that so that so that's that's the movie. Can, can I can I can I say the final line? For sure. Because so uh, I think Ash, uh, being the gentleman that he is, he, he asks me, "May are you, are you all right?" And she says, "I'm not all right." Oh God. But I will be. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's not that's not a resolution. That doesn't. <laughs> And, and, and that, that is the movie end. Now, I remember last time we were talking, Ethan, that um, in the Lucario movie, like, Ash had that cheesy line about uh, Lucario living in us all. This is almost as bad as that line. This is worse. This I, is worse. I think, I think they're equally terrible. <laughs> I, I don't want to pick sides. It's like a Benny and Veronica situation. It's like, how do I pick which one's worse? Uh, but yeah, so that's that's... That's Pokemon. That's Pokemon movie nine. 
Uh, let me let me. Do you want to go through? The, the, I, do you want to go through the credits. epilogue? Um, yeah, go for the epilogue. Um, it opens. It opens the ending credits with something straight out of Windows Media Player. Uh, you know when you play songs and you just leave Media Player full screen and it has like the little uh, circles that'll appear. It was totally that. Um, and then uh, Ash and them leave uh, the the after getting okay. So they get back into port. Ash and them are leaving. Uh, where the circus crew's going the a different place um jackie the real american hero is uh helping officer jenny arrest captain phantom so that's where we see them mm-hmm. um then later he's up in a mountain and he throw or no we see zapdos zapdos we see Zapdos flying through the mountains and then we see the uh, capture circle thing go around it and Jackie jumps on top of the Zapdos no, he doesn't. You gotta and rides me. off into the sunset. I'm so I sad I missed this. Serious. I'm so oh, sad man. I missed this. He, he ends the movie in a way a real American hero only can. <laughs> wow. Only, only way it could be better if it was a braviary which didn't exist at the time. That is correct. Um, then we see uh, Ash and them at a camp having a conversation. Team Rocket was stuck inside a Waylord because they didn't drown to death being left behind in the temple. Um, I need to mark them down as drowning too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the camera pans off towards the sky and uh, the final credits start popping up. It is the most terrible ending sequence of any of the movies that I've seen. <laughs> it's, thank you thank you for sitting through that and taking notes, Locke. At that point, I'd given up. So. I really, you, you're doing God's work. <laughs> uh, if not for the, uh, the flying on a Zapdos, I wouldn't have bothered to tell you about it, but it was <laughs> so bad. I was... <laughs> I'm so I'm so so happy you suffered uh, for 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 this podcast. Uh, let's just let's give ourselves a quick round of applause, really quick. Um, we did it, and also again, uh, any any listeners who actually were able to sit yes. through let's... and watch this movie that was entirely long, give yourself applause, folks. You're you're, you you're wonderful. Um, you're the so best. there are two types of people in the world: <sighs> those who deserve applause and those who do not. Uh, this movie certainly does not deserve applause. Um, no. So let's get right into this. Let's just let's get the criticism out of the way. This is the worst oh, one. Hang on. Do we do we want to do any? There's a small bit of trivia from Bulbapedia. Do you want to talk about that real quick? Uh, there's one that I want to hit on. Uh, if I, okay. I could, you can you can give the rest, but I've got one here, which is okay, that um, this was the first one dubbed by Pokemon uh, USA, and uh, and the only one dubbed by TAJ Productions. Uh, and uh, wow. Wow! Did they drop the ball there? This is this is this is rough. Like the translation's rough. I, it's amazing that they brought it in house and had Pokemon USA do it, and it's got worse somehow. Uh, which was was it? Four kids doing the dubbing previously, I believe. Uh, uh, yes, four kids. And that's just it's. How did you get worse than four kids? How did you do it? I don't understand. Okay, that's that's it. That's my comment on that. You can go ahead with the, with with the rest of the. Trivia. Sure, sure. Yeah, not not a whole lot here, and it's really just uh, frivolous facts, but I'll bring them up anyway. Uh, Manaphy is the only Pokemon shown in the anime to use an attack before hatching from its egg. 
Uh, Manaphy is the only anime Pokemon that was hatched from an egg that hatched in a movie rather than a normal episode. So, uh, th- so basically, the only one that's hatched in a, in a movie. And Manaphy is one of three Pokemon that can actually use human speech without using telepathy. And the other ones that use human speech without using their minds to do it are Meowth and Slowking. Oh, well, that's that's that's, uh, that's what I was wondering. Is like I was wondering which other Pokemon can because uh, I I mean. Obviously, Meowth, and I was actually kind of shocked when they gave Manaphy human speech for... I, I didn't... Maybe it was to drive home the baby thing, I guess? I think so, yeah. Um, which give, was... Give it, give it a few years to grow up and, you know, come into its own and whatnot, and then it'd be using telepathy like everyone else. Um, the, 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 I got another piece of trivia that stuck out to me, which is that uh, it's the first time Ash turns his hat backwards in, like, several seasons... Uh, and it, it, they definitely made a big deal of it that he was flipping his hat backwards. And, you know, like, I feel like a lot of the things in this movie could have been cool. Uh, there's just concepts in here that are all right, but the execution is so lackluster. Let's, let's, let's get right into it now. Let's get that criticism, criticism going. All right. This is the worst movie that I've seen so far. (laughs) Um, I, 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 I just loathed it <laughs> how did you guys feel about it in initial watching with my kids which again that was about three weeks ago i just kind of let it play and i wasn't really paying attention we were like hey this is okay i mean we got you know the pokemon ranger in here tying into the pokemon ranger games this is kind of neat as far as that goes but sitting down to actually for an hour and 45 minutes for this movie I, and what, what i think the biggest issue that i think they had with this is they uh, they tried to follow a logical progression, like, okay, we are at this grotto now. Now that we're at this grotto, we have to get on the ship. And now that we're on the ship, we have to go search for Manaphy. And they, they tried to put in all these logistical steps for a kid's movie. If you just say, hey, we're hopping on a boat and we're going to go find the Temple of the Sea, that's enough for a kid's movie, guys. Especially, like, when the previous movies in the franchise haven't been terribly dense like this is far and away the most complicated one uh, if you look at the if the summary of Definitely. this thing i couldn't actually use the summary for this uh when we were recording because it's so dense there's so much garbage going on in this movie there there like there's there's oh my goodness i i'm just not <laughs> it's way too long too an hour and 45 no thank you like i thought yeah i, I always thought like the hour 20 mark was the sweet spot for these movies because yep. it, it feels like an elongated episode at that point and they're never yeah, going really, to put the it, effort into making it like a full movie it's never going to have a full movie's worth of story and be compelling if it's an hour and 40 or an hour like even 35 like that hour 20 marks where they should be at yeah, they they had plenty of things where they were re-going over the same thing. Um, May noticed the Manaphy egg at least three separate times. Um, yeah. They they told the story of the water people once everyone knew that that was the Manaphy egg, but then they retold the... Like, you could give all of the details in a single sitting instead of having to, quote-unquote, discover new things when you're in the grotto that that whole grotto thing didn't even need to happen just so much exposition like i i just it's a it's a it's a complete mess it just stumbles the entire time like i don't know if there's a a moment in the movie i don't i don't know if there's a five minute period in the movie where everything works it's basically a mess the whole time um and uh yeah anyways i i I, so, so 
are we kind of in agreement here? Like, let's just let's just go through. I hate it. What about you? What about you? Uh, what, about, what about you, Snag? Um, usually, I'm pretty forgiving with these movies. I'm like, okay, they're for kids. They're for kids to be entertained. But oh god, this was bad. This was really bad. <laughs> uh, yeah. What about you, Locke? Well, when I I watched because this was my first time watching it, I was really into it at the beginning because of of Jack. Um, and then it just slowly got to a point where I was only half paying attention up until they got to the temple. Mm -hmm. And even half paying attention, I knew that there was still way too much going on for no reason. And while at least in action, this one is better than Wishmaker, the overall arc, I think, is significantly worse. So... I don't hate it, but I'm definitely not going to watch it again. <laughs> I I I'm sorry if I come across as come across as harsh for this thing. And I I do generally try to give these movies like the benefit of the doubt and and give them some leeway in terms of like I'm not going into these things expecting high art, but it's just misfired in basically every way for me. And and like the ideas that are neat in this just don't get developed in a way that I'm satisfied with and I it, and and I I think it's I just gave it more criticism because it I I I felt like it needed to justify that hour and forty five minute time you know it's if you're gonna have me sit down for an actual film length film you better bring the heat and they didn't and uh, and I was I was this I was not pleased um, but anyways I do give him credit for for capturing Weasel as a Pokemon his personality in all of its minute of screen time. Yes, he, he was very inquisitive and, and he was curious and uh, it was cute <laughs> for while, like, while it lasted. It was like a water cat, like a, a cat yes. but that's mm-hmm. actually comfortable in water. Yes. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's exactly the personality of an otter. Um, very intelligent. Outgoing. But, yes, yes. And... I like otters, so... <laughs> um, I just... Captain Captain Phantom is a, a, a Scooby-Doo villain at best, <laughs> and it doesn't really get an arc. Nobody Pull really off his man. Him. Old man ship! I don't think anybody changes throughout the course of this movie, even though they overcome obstacles. Like, I don't think anybody... Like, May didn't have to come to terms with the responsibilities of being a mother. She just was ready for it um anyways i i think uh i think the the depths have been plunged there in terms of 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 criticism do you guys want i got an email if you guys are ready for that yeah please yeah. I say, um, spe- speaking of otters yeah yeah speaking of otters we have an email from uncle oshawott uh so a real american hero the, the proper american hero who, who I'm actually not 100% sure he's American. He always walks out to Ska, uh, which is important. <laughs> he opens his door and Ska booms. So uh, he's here, he's there, he's everywhere. Who are you going to call? The Uncleist Oshawott. Hello everyone, Uncle Oshawott here for another email. Pause and yells off stage. Yo, which movie are we doing again? Oh, that one? Well, kids, I know I promised you a fairy, but it looks like I need to, I need to tell you all the nightmare. So, the Manaphy movie, where to begin? To start with, I don't think this is actually the worst movie. It actually is one of the better ones, which, that's not encouraging. You can't say things like that. 
Because that can only mean it's downhill from there. I don't know if we can trust uh, Uncle Ashwat's criticisms anymore. But anyways, go on. Uh, I, 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 your opinion's just as valid as mine. I I don't have any sort of <laughs> any sort of uh, prerequisite knowledge that you don't. Um, except for the villain and the third act and the flying Ash fireball. Silly Ash. Z moves don't come out until Gen Seven. So, okay. Let's, uh, I I also just I I don't know if you guys witnessed this, but I just got hip to Z moves today. And I'm stoked because Evie gets a really dope C move. I digress. Uh, no, and, yeah, and uh, Pikachu's uh, the dance is Carmel dancing. What's that? <laughs> you, I'm sure that you've seen it at some point. They have uh, a Carmel dancing. It's a is a song with like a little dance that they that people on the internet have made like every anime character ever do the dance in gif form i don't oh, uh, yeah I I, i'll I have to look it up I'll, I'll have to get hit yeah no it's it's totally caramel dancing and i didn't notice it until the second time i watched through to so that i could see evie's uh z move without my manly tears of excitement uh, uh, <laughs> i'm 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 really stoked on the evie uh, but because man dude two it's, it's it's it boosts every stat by two like that's crazy okay uh okay so let's start with what works in this movie lol not the cgi that's that's for sure for starters yeah. i really like the connection between may and manaphy um i think i can agree that that that's that that's definitely one of like the stronger ideas whether or not it's well executed uh, is up for debate uh they go together like m&ms but i'm um, seeing them need uh, uh seeing them need to separate is far more emotional than any of the anime episodes of ash losing a pokemon um, no, I, the episode <laughs> where he re- either releases Butterfree or the episode where he almost releases Pikachu is the most <laughs> heart wrenching moment in the entire anime, and I don't care about anything that happens afterwards ever. <laughs> uh, this isn't just a Pokemon leaving its trainer; it's a child leaving its mother. And I, I, I would agree that that's definitely like more emotionally impactful if it was done better and didn't come across as so wrong and gross. Um, anyways, uh, to add to this, as I never know, knew how May left the crew, as I never watched the anime, uh, to add to this, I, I never knew how May left the crew, as I never watched the anime. So throughout, so throughout this movie, it made me wonder if May would actually end up staying with Manaphy. Crazy, right? A Pokemon movie making question how a plot point will turn out? Sound the alarms. The end times are near. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, that's what worked in the movie. Now let's talk about what didn't. Lol, the CGI. Uh, do you ever just look at some piece of art and begin to cry? Not because the image is sad, but because it makes you sad? Uh, I, I got pretty close towards the end of this podcast. Uh, uh, like that art grad that spends a week making a portrait of you and ends up being a stick figure? That's the CGI in this movie. I hate the pirate boat. Uh, in, it's in CGI, its design is horrendous, and the whole thing brings this movie from a solid 75% to a 65%. What wow, even just are on these the CGI? That's a, that's a. I remember that time the that CGI Roger was Ebert. Bad. Remember when Roger Ebert totally destroyed that movie because the CGI was bad? I digress. Um, <laughs> they are the definite. Uh, what even are these villains? Villains. They are the definition of a static character. They add nothing to the story. Their background is non-existent. They show up basically out of nowhere, pretty much, um, pretty much to be the bad guys. And really, really, you have a water-based team in this gen, uh, in the gen this movie was made in, and. You make a gr- make up a group of pirates to be bad guys, dude. Where is my Archie? I mean, come on. The movie has freaking Kyogre in it. Freaking Kyogre. <sighs> well, sorry. Did that you notice that they didn't have any water Pokemon? 
I didn't even like make note of the Pokemon they actually had. I was <laughs> they had all bug types, and the uh, uh, and Phantom had a, a Chadot as well, which eventually abandoned him as I, well. I kind of liked yeah. him having Chadot. I thought that was cute. I did like that. Um, you know, wouldn't it have made sense? For, uh, for, never mind. I would just kind of imagine like this must have been Team Rocket at one point, and they kept the bug type Pokemon in or something. Anyway, um. Uh, Do any of you have a water type Pokemon with you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, does anybody get a, a, a water poke? Anybody at all? Like just looking around, it's it, there's a there's a, like a Squirtle out, Manaphy's out, uh, just um, uh, whatever. Um, sorry that turned into Ironically, a... it's Oshawott that we're. <laughs> I mean, he definitely is, he definitely has a water type Pokemon on him. Uh, well, sorry that turned into a tangent, just like this movie. Am I right? But uh, so so that jeez. So with that, I will take my leave. In conclusion, I I rate this movie a cacnea. It's a pretty solid movie, but it's no Maractus. That's an interesting rating system. I can get down with that. Anyway, love, love the podcast. Keep doing what you're doing. Have a wonderful day, Ethan and co-hosts. Uh, he wants you to have a wonderful day, guys. Um, P.S. Hey, how was Puckle 250? Oh, you didn't go. Hashtag roast Ethan. <laughs> I wasn't there either. It was great. Um, you know, I'll keep taking the roasting as long as I keep getting getting uh getting some 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 healthy um, support for Puckle Movie Club. This is this is oh, my baby now. Yeah. Um, I'm not your rival anymore. No, it's been broke. Your curse has been broken. What 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 made you make this decision? I was I was thinking about this earlier because I still owe you an Eevee badge, and I can't actually give badges <laughs> on the website anymore. It seems. Um, uh, Bosephus made the same uh, claim that you did uh, in the one of the Puckle chats, and because of that, your curse was broken. Do you want to you want to catch a, and... do you want to catch the audience up to speed on what that is? Okay, so uh, I became Ethan's eternal rival. Right around the time X and Y had released, because Ethan talked about how he hated Doctor Who. Um, <laughs> and oh, man. after that moment, I sent in a mailbag saying that I was going to be his eternal rival forever, and I was rival lock for a very long time, um, until I became Hexmaniac lock for the Summer League one year. Um, and uh, just recently... Bosephus said that he hated Doctor Who and thought it was garbage and at that moment the uh, curse was broken and shifted onto Bosephus. So he is now my eternal rival. <laughs> uh, I think I think I still owe you a game of Street Fighter V, which I don't actually own yet because I don't have money for Street Fighter V. Uh, but yeah. Um, so yeah, anyways, that that was the that was Puckle Movie Club. Thank you guys for uh for 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 helping me out with this episode thanks for tuning in listeners of course um, yeah uh, i will watch any trashy movie to be on this podcast with you ethan i you know <laughs> that's the sweetest thing you could have said i really appreciate it um I, next time uh, i'll tap you in on something a little bit more palatable though how about that say what's uh, what's the one yeah, next one be... on our list it'd be the first diamond pearl one is that right yes that would be pokemon movie 10 which i have to quickly look up which one that is it is pokemon Movie uh, 10 rise of dark ride which i have Ooh. not seen we are in uncharted territory once again i don't think i've seen any of the movies after this um we uh yeah um 
I remember seeing this one. If I recall correctly, this is one of the better movies. So just as a a heads up going into this next one, this one is pretty good. And if you folks are looking for a place to watch it, if you subscribe to Hulu Plus, I believe this movie as well as the next few are on Hulu Plus. So we got some hot pointers, some pro tips. Yeah, thank you for that pro tip. Um, yeah, uh, just just a heads up, there will be a a Puckle movie night in October. I can't commit to a date yet because my life is a is a is is so busy. I I I work in a field to where I don't have weekends ever because I'm always shooting things on weekends. So um, I I will I will try to find a weekend that that I'm not busy and we will have a proper Puckle movie night. It's been uh, far too long and they're always a really good time. And I will, I will give you news on that as it develops. So, yeah, um, thanks again for, for tuning in. And uh, thanks, you guys, for co-hosts. Uh, I've been Ethan. I am Professor Snag. And I've been Hexmaniac slash Rival Locke. And uh, from deep inside the ruins of Alf, it's closing time. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.